We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. May God help those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. What What was the video game uh, that he used to play? It's like, uh, it, it, incineration burn. You are the insult master. <laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember head kicker head from the kickers, show. Yeah. Head kicker. <laughs> or what's the one? Uh, the feng shui. Like, uh, you spend an hour like hanging wind chimes and then. Well, what have you boys been up to all weekend? We've been playing head kicker. I've been playing. You've been getting a red ass beatdown. Fight a guy or something. Like, what was that one? That was from C Lab. <laughs> oh, fuck. I miss C Lab. <laughs> Such a rad show. Yeah. Oh, bizarro. Bizarro. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we're not going to be anywhere near the C Lab today. We're going to be very landlocked in Montana. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How? We we don't do that anymore. Okay. Okay. Plus, <laughs> plus a white dude just saying how sounds yeah. kind of racist. Come yeah. on, man. Fucking racist. Um, but yeah, welcome to uh, episode three of season two. The deuce, as the kids are calling it. Mm-hmm. The, the deuce is loose. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think a lot of people in Montana know about, but a lot of you other folks that are wider flung might, uh, might not have ever heard of this guy, so... I'm not going to be surprised that, uh, Tony, uh, what do you know about Henry Plummer? Uh, did he invent, like, indoor plumbing? No. No? He invented okay. plumber's butt. Plumber's crack. No. Yeah, that's what I figured, because I didn't know much no, about I him either. It's, yeah, he's, he's a little more obscure. Wait, what's his name? Plumber. Like, last first name is? Henry. Henry, okay. Is he, I wonder if he's related to Christopher Plummer. I don't know how does Christopher Plummer spell it. With a B or because he's the uh, originally it was P L U M E R some of the first records and then later they added another M on some of the other records of this guy's name so I think it's P L U M M E R Christopher Plummer it could be could oh, be. amazing actor is Christopher yeah. Plummer any folks anywhere from Maine because this guy uh, Toronto Canada that's where he's born okay hmm. I don't understand uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say that they're related Toronto Maine I, I can't either yeah I can't confirm or deny it. I can confirm it. All right. I met uh, Shackleton's great-great-grandson the other day. Wow. Oh, yeah? Whoa. Yeah, that's something. Did he just come up and say, hi, I'm Shackleton's great-great-grandson? Well, I'm just stupid enough to ask somebody that. Because their last name was Shackleton? Okay. That's cool. I guess Christopher Nolan's trying to make a movie about him. Well. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I told him about the fruitcake that's still down there somewhere wow. in Antarctica. The fruitcake? Yeah, that's still good. Well, I imagine. 100 years old. Well, and yeah, frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Just like fucking hardtack. You can't you can't kill it. You can only make it stronger. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, anyway, Will, you want to kick us off like wherever you're fucking... Oh, well, first off, uh, did I tell you the ghost story about this place? No, tell me the ghost story about that place. Oh, well, I was on my way to Andy's one year. Ooh. And he can't be with us because he's running a hot dog stand. If you know what I mean. On yeah. your wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> 
So I decided it's a kind of a roundabout way to get there because I kind of took this way because it leads to the lake that kind of formed during that earthquake and was it 59 or 60 and right out of Yellowstone where a bunch of boulders rolled down and crushed a couple of campers. Oh, no, I'm I'm unfamiliar with that You mean people that were camping or like camping vehicles? Uh, Probably a little little, little, little column A, a little column B. Gotcha. Couple of people anyway. Uh, so yeah, I get to Virginia City, and of course, you know it's a ghost town, so they're going to play up the ghost angle. Ooh. And I, I did go to the bar, and the lady did tell me all about the story too. But so I go to the one and only hotel that was probably the same one that uh, Seth Bullock spent the night in. Yeah, where he slept in the bed with six other dudes or whatever. Yep, yeah. hot. Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And yeah. the lady at the desk is like, would you like the haunted room? It's like, fuck Man. yeah. Do I have to pay extra? <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll take the one right next to it, which is right next <laughs> want, to the bathroom. One haunted adjacent. Yep. <laughs> but I had the door closed, but the window open. So about every half hour, the, the wind would just blow just enough to rattle the door. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> That's as close as I got to a haunting. Oh, there you go. That's almost a story. A windy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, so you, long story short, you hung out in uh, Virginia City and experienced weather while inside a structure. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Fuck. Wow. Living, living on the edge, Will. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. Evil Knievel. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> So, after, after that gripping tale of fear and yeah, that should have been a verse in that that fucking uh, Aerosmith song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that? Living on the edge. Oh, that I, song. I, I said, dude, I dude, looks, dude looks, looks like a lady. lady. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that too. Dude looks like Steve Tyler. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. So Henry Plummer came from Boston to Wisconsin to Nevada City, California, in about yep. 1853, where he opens up a bakery. Yep. With his partner, Henry Heyer. Yep. Well, I like how he got across the, the country. Because, you know, most of our stories here, that's been the arduous shit. Like, from the first episode on, is people, like, wagon training their ass across and getting all fucked up by Indians and starvation and everything else. Well, he took a boat down to, like, Panama. And, of course, this is before the Panama Canal. But you could take a boat down to Panama, and it's, like, the narrowest part. And they throw you on a mule train and, like, whatever, like, 30 miles later, you're across... Panama, right. and, and then you get on a boat on the other side. Yeah, like the Van, Van Halen song. So this guy had the easiest trek over there as he possibly could. But yeah, his family before him had all been sea captains and shit. But he was um, he had tuberculosis as a young man, so uh, he was all wimpy and shit. So they couldn't do that. So he would he had gone out to California to raise money for his mother, who I believe was widowed at the time, ostensibly. That's what it's he just said. fucking mind blowing. It's like I could. Take a road trip across the United States, or or I'd go down to Central America, <laughs> walk 30 miles on a fucking mule, and then get on another boat and come up to California. Yep. I'm so far, you would die of malaria. Well, yeah, that's there, the drawback. We've all yeah. played the game, dude. I know. Mm. I played Gold Rush. Mm. I thought you meant Oregon Trail. No, Gold Rush. No. That's know. the one, because you have to go to California, but you... Like, there's two ways you can go, and one of them is down to Panama. Oh, so you are. And then you can catch that. malaria. I've, I've played head kicker, so there, there you go. Head kicker. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, he's in, he's in uh, California, and, he, yeah, he had a gold claim first, and then he sold, he sold one share of that to buy a share of that bakery, I thought. Was yeah, that was his last legitimate business. Okay. According to some, anyway. Yeah. 
So he was kind of a charmer, a smooth operator, and kind of drew himself to the best of society and kind of ingratiated himself. Yeah, because he was, what, like 23 at the time or 22? Uh, he was like a young, pretty, yeah. young, pretty young dude. Yep. So he goes to Montana in, what, about 62, 63? This yeah. is after... Uh, well, we should probably yeah. get to his attempted murder there. I mean, it's. I was going to say, there. while he was in California, he did have some scrapes with with the law. Yep. And the one, I think, wasn't he already a sheriff there, or like a town constable or something? Like they elected him to. I don't know if it was at the time, but he was sheriff there for. Uh, uh, oh, he was trying to get run. Uh, he was going to run as a sheriff. Uh huh. But there, he tried to pull a scheme with his friend. His friend was much better liked, so his friend would run, his friend would get elected, his friend would step down, and he would take over. Ah. But he was talking too loudly, drunkenly at the bar, and people kind of caught on to that. Oh, I see. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah, there's so many of these fucking things, and that's not the guy, because there's another one where he ran for sheriff, and the other guy won, and then, no, that's a different one. That's one in That's one in Montana. We'll get to that later, because mm -hmm. that's the one where he gets shot and learns to shoot left-handed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway. Just to make stuff a little more confusing, <coughs> Bannock, Nevada City, and Virginia City are names of boom towns in Nevada and California. Also in Montana, too. Yeah. In the same towns we will be talking about, but at different times. Yeah, just like Springfield. Mm -hmm. There's a Springfield in almost every state. Yep. And, and also Virginia City, Nevada was originally named Verena after Confederate President Jefferson Davis's wifey. No oh, great. Verena? Yep. Okay. I'm Verena. <clears throat> Verena. Or could be Verena. Verena. I like that better. <laughs> so they tried to, you know, push that through the, you know, the postmaster kind of caught on. It's like, hey, you know, it's a civil war. should probably not do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Plummer... Like, I can't remember. How did he end up in San Quentin? So his first murder was of a German named Vetter. Sick. It's probably Eddie This Vedder's. is a rock and roll episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I fucking hate Pearl Jam so much. <laughs> Fuck that band. Heresy. Nice guys, yeah. but they suck. Yeah. Well, if they would have stuck with Mookie, they would have been better. There you go. Mm -hmm. That was when he was tried and convicted for two years, but it... According to his uh, schmoozing, he got a release in a few months, but yeah. he also said that he had uh, had consumption and he, you know, he got all his friends to say, oh, he's going to die in there, so you better yeah. let him out. Well, and by some accounts I read, he actually was getting fucking sick. I mean, he had consumption as far Everybody as I know. Everybody did back then. I know, but he, maybe he had it worse or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, the more I researched this guy, the more kind of sympathetic I was getting to him, but... uh Anyway, the governor gave him a full pardon. Yeah. How did he? How did he kill uh, uh, Eddie? Uh, I think he, that's the guy he stabbed, didn't he? Yes. Or did he shoot that guy? Uh, that I don't know. I think that's the guy he stabbed. It was the one where Lucy Vetter. Okay, the John Vetter's wife Lucy was in an abusive relationship. Oh yeah, I did read more about this one because I like he was trying to like mitigate because he was a lawman at the time. He was trying to mediate their divorce kind of thing or just trying to keep them from beating the shit out of this woman. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think this is the guy he fucking... St no. Well, anyway, 
He put it so like um, he had a deputy like hanging out with her most of the time when they were trying to get divorced because people would walk by the house and just see him through the veteran through the window just pounding the shit out of this woman. Whoa. And like nobody's like, oh, well, you can't. You know, do that anything about like it. Eddie Vedder with you know, his ukulele. Like boys will be boys, kind of shit. But oh, they, were, they were working on getting divorced, and then um, Vedder had uh, or uh, Plummer had one of his sheriff's deputies to kind of trying to guard her. But then Vedder decided that, oh, since you care so much about my fucking wife and how I treat her, you must be fucking her. And he attempted to draw on Plummer and got drilled. At which point, Lucy freaks out and goes running on the streets. Oh, Plummer killed my husband. So what the fuck? Yeah. So for that, that's, that's the one where Plumber gets. <laughs> wow, he got locked up. I mean, he got locked up, but then he got almost pretty immediately let out because he yeah. like people petitioned and it was like, oh, I'm I'm too sick to go to jail, <laughs> you know. But uh, then the governor gave him the pardon, and the governor told him, well, he 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 didn't totally exonerate him though. He, he, he released him in such a way where he's like, you maybe shouldn't hang around here anymore. I'm going to yeah, let yeah. you go. So you end up going to Washington Territory. Oh, no. A few things happened before then, though. Oh. Uh, I think this is where he gets a, in that argument with his friend in a cat house, hits his friend over the head with a pistol, and he gets put up on his attempted murder until his friend woke up. Yeah. And, you know, to show that there You're was deep no... deep shit. It, unless that guy wakes up. Yep. That's pretty much what it was. Like, you can assault the fuck out of somebody, and, but until they die, you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, to show there was no hard feelings, they walked arm in ar- arm around town for the next couple of days. Yeah. Wow. Just like like <laughs> a buddy comedy. Yeah. yeah. So they let him off, but a few weeks later, uh, his friend died <laughs> as a result. <laughs> so he's like, all right, you can't try me twice. Wow. Oh, yeah, and then there's then there was the other one that landed him saying, er, oh, Plummer was trying to arrest a guy that uh, named William Riley who got out of San, or er, had escaped from San Quentin. He tried to do a citizen's arrest on him because he was no longer a lawman. And in the attempt, Riley was killed, so Plummer turned himself into the police, and they're like, okay, that killing was justified, but you you need to. You need to leave you now. Need you need to we, go. You know, that's what, three corpses in about a year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said oops. Yeah. Uh, so now he turns to the other side of the law and joins up with some road agents. I guess this, this is still in Nevada, too. Mm. They tried to rob a Wells Fargo coach in the nearby town of Washoe. When he aimed his pistol, though, the pin dropped out and the barrel fell off. <laughs> and the, the fucking rat. rodeo clown. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of that in this. That's why I start saying where I I, I start getting sympathetic to this guy because the way that the eventual we'll get into the you know, the eventual uh, group of railroad agents in Montana get portrayed is like oh they're so criminal mastermind badass. But when you read individual accounts, it's all clown <laughs> shoes horseshit. It is some fucking ham fisted Tom fuckery, and you know. But we'll we'll get there. Yeah, these stories are better than the ones than the soldiers riding in at daybreak shooting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, women and children. Hey, maybe one. You know, there was probably some. Gomer Pyle motherfucker with, you know, the blade falls off his saber or something. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So uh, the last straw in Nevada, he did shoot a man named Ryder in a whorehouse. Was he in Reno? Um, uh, just to watch him die. Yeah. Then he gets distracted and so, he has to do it again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Can you? Yeah. So he uh, had some friends with some funds and bribed the jailer and he escaped. He yep. let him escape. Then that's when he goes to Walla Walla. 
And along the way, he wrote to a San Francisco newspaper claiming that he was killed by vigilantes in Washington. Yeah, so he's trying to cover his tracks by like, oh, don't send anybody after me because I'm already dead. Source, <laughs> so, source, sources say sources Henry, say. Henry Plummer you know, died. In the, and he had a guy traveling with him, too, but I don't think it was the cannibal guy yet. It was a different guy. I think it's the guy he ended up fucking getting cut in the face with a Bowie knife over the woman, but I don't know. I can't remember. Holy shit, man. There's only a few arguments over women back yeah, in the day. Yeah, but this was the Bowie knife one. There was mostly shooting ones, but this one was Bowie knife. I think that was the same guy, but it wasn't yet. They they traveled fine, I guess. But it was a brief stay in Walla Walla because he seduced a man's wife and stole a horse and got out of town. Yep. And joined a gang up in Lewiston across the border. Yep. Uh, Walla Walla at the time was hanging people quite a bit. Uh, you know, midnight at, uh, you know, people's court, night court. Yeah, night court. And so it's a, at Man, a tree. Judge Walker is fucking old. Oh, huh? yeah. So it's at the tree on, uh, on uh, Stately Elm on South 2nd Street. So if you're in Walla Walla next time, stop yeah. by that tree. Oh, it's still there? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, it's like the one in Medora where they hung a bunch of... I think it was, I can't remember if it was rustlers or Indians, but in the Medora courthouse, they've got, there's a tree that now is kind of like filled with concrete because it's mostly dead. Yeah. But if you go into the old courthouse museum, there's just a picture with like a bunch of bodies hanging from the tree Holy that's shit. like right across the fucking elementary school. Holy shit. So every dude. town kind of had to have their municipal, municipal hanging, hanging tree. tree. That's yeah. why it sucked in the Southwest because you couldn't grow them and you had to <laughs> hang them from, stick them on a cactus. Telephone yep. or telegraph poles and shit. <laughs> Strap him to a fucking camel. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when he kind of books it out of the Idaho. Well, it was all Idaho territory yeah. until, what, 63, 64, whenever that was. Yeah. Probably 63 or 64. Uh, so he goes through Orofino. Bannock is kind of the uh, territorial capital back in the day of Montana. Well, that's kind of down, like, what, north of, like, West Yellowstone, in it? It looks like it's like way down in the fucking corner of Montana. Yeah, like Virginia City, I think I wrote down here is something like maybe 180 miles northwest of the Yellowstone. Border. Okay. So that would put another 80 miles west of that. So yeah, it, almost to the bitter roots, but yeah, not quite. It, it's way the fuck down there. Because every time I picture Montana, I just kind of picture the central part of that state. This is like crammed down in. Yeah. The, not the sheep fucking part of the state. No, though. it's the more mountainy, tree yeah. tree laden, gold having part. Gold. Yeah. Mm. Sheep fucking's only legal in six counties. Fucking Miles City. Miles City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any anybody listening from Miles City suck it. I hate your town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty. <laughs> you can fight me next time I come through. <laughs> Yeah, I think, isn't that where Darren got arrested for doing a U-turn in the one main street? I don't know. And there was only one other car in the whole town. And it was a cop yeah, it's car. Where, cop car. It's, where, it's where Oily and I would go in during the 80s, and I'm not trying to disparage these McDonald's employees, but everybody that worked at the McDonald's, like the one guy had the thalidomide flippers for hands. Um, the nice lady cleaning the counters was down. So like everybody had some kind of congenital birth defect or mental disorder. <laughs> so that brought up the old, you know, rumors of the the inbreeding that used to happen back there in yeah. the old days. And I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to disparage the. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, maybe it was the chicken nuggets that were making them that way. That could be too, or you know, fucking it's, pesticide for it's days. It's like David Lynch know. has his own. Um, 
his own like franchise of McDonald's. Kinda, yeah. 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 Well, you know, okay, Miles City. I think it was when He's we from went Missoula, when, when so we, that's close enough. Ooh. When we went through there on tour, do you remember uh, seeing that big stupid baby in the field, and then the rhino? Like right outside of town, they built that a big art installation. It's called oh, it's called yeah, Creepy yeah. Crawler. That's Mile City. Oh, okay, all right. Where they put up the giant baby, and I thought it was yeah. some kind of fucking abortion statement, but it was just actually art. some weird art. Art. Yep. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been Paul Bunyan's abortion. No. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. Well, Montana. That part of Montana is interesting, anyway. Yeah. They have the <laughs> most wonderful Jesus signs there. They're mm-hmm. great. And meth. A lot of meth signs. <laughs> meth, not even once, just a spray-painted skull. Nice. So, and, well, basically, it's funny because they're these anti-meth signs that look like they're definitely painted by tweakers. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. yeah, he gets to uh, Bannock in late 1862. So over the next two or so years, he was supposedly chief of the gang that reportedly had killed 102 men. Yeah. We'll find out about that later. Yeah. You got to wait till the end. <laughs> Hold on to your britches. Uh, when he gets there, he gets into a disagreement with his partner, Jack Cleveland. Yeah. Over a, la- over a lady again. Well, and is this... And uh, also whoever was in charge of the game. Is this Electa? Uh, that I didn't get. Uh, well, Electa's the one he ends up marrying. Uh, yeah, we'll call her that. Okay. Uh, Electa? <laughs> All yeah. I know is Plummer shot him below the belt, and Ooh. Cleveland said, you won't shoot me when I'm down. And then Plummer said, well, get up then. And then Cleveland <laughs> got, <laughs> and he got up. up, and they shot him above <laughs> the heart. <laughs> and he glanced on a ribbon and went kind of around his body, and uh, another one entered right below his right eye. So he lived another three more hours after that. Oh, fuck. This is 1860s, you know, technology. Yeah. What so, was that guy's name? That uh, Cleveland. Killed? Yeah, it's Cleveland. Okay. Well, here's why they were fighting. This is the one I think he was, uh, this is the one I was thinking of. Because, like, um, they were hanging out in Bannock, and then, like, uh, Shit. I'm just missing it. It's probably bad. Well, they basically, they they got called out to volunteer to go protect, like, uh, help Fort, uh, protect the area around Fort Benton from, like, uh, Indian attack. It was kind of like somebody came through town, like, hey, any volunteers? And when they went to do that, he, like, was staying with his family, and he fell in love with, like, the sister of one of the guys he was staying with, That and they both did. But she liked Plumber better, and so Cleveland didn't fucking like that, and so goaded him into that particular fight. Yeah, yeah if there's only three women in the whole yeah. Montana territory, yeah. bound to him. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That's that's Electa. He ended up marrying her, but then after like two or three months, she just moved back to Iowa or something with her family. <laughs> they probably even fight over Madam Mustache. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. She was going on at the time too. Uh, so uh, no one uh, was. Of course, this is a brand new territory. No, there's no, you know, law of any sort. Yeah. Nobody was really up to stepping up to be a vigilante at that time. So the locals thought as long as the criminals killed each other, that was that was just fine with them. Yeah. <laughs> but then they started killing just citizens. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you get this story in Bannock? In March 63, a uh, plumber gang member, Charlie Reeves, bought himself a sheep eater uh, lady. Shoshone. Oh, yeah, yeah. A what? Shoshone. 
a sheep eater. Those are the a, Shoshone that lived in the mountains because colloqu- they would eat coll- colloquial term for like the Shoshone, like the first episode where they were helping the yeah, air, like uh, Sagagawea was originally Shoshone. Right. They oftentimes called sheep eaters because they ate a lot of bighorn sheep because they were oh. up in the hills and they used their horns to make some powerful bows. They backed the bows with the oh, outside yeah, yeah. horns. Wow, cool. So that sheep eater sounds like some kind of weird 1800s machine. I, I was not, when he said, I mean, just I've heard that term before, but when he, yeah, when he said it, I'm picturing like a fucking combine just going ham yeah, on a dude, bunch of sheep. Totally. Or a type of gin. Yeah. yeah. No, it like shears them and turns them into steaks all at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Or like some kind of elephant gun, just, but made for killing fucking sheep. Just hamburger with wool in it. <laughs> oh my God. Hamburger sweater. <laughs> the hamburger with a jacket on. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing... Strings of yarn with meatballs about every. That's probably where you get at the McDonald's in Mile City. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Take that, Mile City. <laughs> Fuck you. <Yeah>. Fuck you. <laughs> oh. So Charlie Reeves he got himself a wife, bought himself a wife. She didn't really want to live with him, though. Imagine so she that. went back to her tribe. And he, of course, followed her and grappled with an old chief. And his pistol went off, but didn't hit anybody. So they're like, you know, let's go back to the bar. So Reeves and his buddy Bill uh, were getting tying one on, and they tried up uh, tried to rile some others to attack these evil Indians that, you know, yeah, did this evil deed to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would... No, no takers, and the two went back and fired a volley into the Indian camp. They wounded one, then they went back to the bar again, <laughs> and bragged about it and drank some Fuck. Then they returned again with three others. They talked three people into doing this. One of them accidentally killed another of the whiteies, but they did kill the Indian chief, a lame Indian boy, and a papoose. Oh, wow. What Fuck, a bunch man. of what are big, dicks. Mm-hmm. Fucking bullshit. Ah. So the next morning... We just cannot make it through one story without no. atrocities towards Native Americans. Without having some drunken serial killer <laughs> fucking just icing people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, next morning, the town holds a uh, kind of council, and uh, the people were like, even the the white people there is like, they were saying this is fucked up. So you know it's bad then. Yeah. Uh, more Reeves and Plummer decide to leave town, but they were captured trying to leave town, mostly because it was cold and they weren't going too far. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the time where they try to pl- try Plummer. Uh, for Cleveland's murder, but he was acquitted knowing that there was bad blood between them. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell and Reeves were found guilty. Their punishment was banishment from Bannock. Mitchell never leaves Bannock. I thought thought one of those guys got uh, sentenced to make roads. There was a guy that got sentenced (laughs) to just build a road. Very possible. (laughs) Uh, Reeves went as far as Deer Lodge, which is like a two-day ride away. And uh, at the trial, the uh, the gang members or the roughs, they would call them. Uh, actually, they would. We got to save the the real name of the yeah. gang until later. They just go into the jury box. It wasn't a real jury box, but openly threaten people <laughs> while the trial was going on. <laughs> oh, that sounds like the impeachment hearings, <laughs> Fuck, yep. dude, for real. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So uh, Plumber seen this, knowing that the whole town either doesn't give a shit or a bunch of pushovers. So they're like, hey, we can kind of have our way here. Yeah. Uh, then a, a man uh, named uh, Old Tex held a meeting with the gang. 
They decreed he was from. Cleveland's horses belonged to a man named Terwilliger, who, Terwilliger. Was, con- <laughs> who was conveniently absent. And uh, oh, this is uh, how they were going to pay their sheriff, Crawford. Um, or what are yeah, they are uh, going to pay Crawford into whatever you could recover from these guys. Okay. Either horses or guns. Uh, <laughs> Crawford tried like three times to quit his position, but they wouldn't let him. <laughs> oh. well, wasn't I think Crawford might have been the one that like was the sheriff and then like um he had shot Plummer and then he fled after Plummer so okay <laughs> well, get fucking Peter Patter motherfucker okay basically Plummer or uh, Crawford says you know please don't ride these horses until we can figure this shit out and then uh of course he sees them around town riding the horses <laughs> it's like if they impounded your car and then they're just joyriding it like or actually they're letting criminals joyride it yeah so basically this guy's doing his job for free uh plumber he tries to goad crawford into a draw so he's like stop hitting yourself stop hitting yourself oh, <laughs> so he, he know that you know if he was uh, just going to openly shoot somebody he'd probably be hanged but if uh, crawford would you know, fire at him, it'd yeah. be a fair fight. Right. Somebody else started, he started the fight. Yep. So for several days, he tried this uh, attack. Didn't quite work. Uh, Plummer went a little bit too far, though. He promised he'd shoot Crawford on sight and said he'd be across the street from the saloon in a shop with a double-barreled shotgun. So Crawford, knowing this, says, uh, if you're going to bring a shotgun, I'm going to bring a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that do. plumber was a much better draw, yeah, he just hid in the shot across a shop from across the street and plugged him one. Yeah, just <laughs> basically sniped him from across Fuck. the street. Yep. And uh, of course, plumber said, "Some son of a bitch shot me." Yep. <laughs> well, he shot at me in the hand or the wrist or something. Or yeah, he like broke his right arm. Yeah, his shooting arm and his whacking arm too. Yep. And wiping well, arm. Yep. We're making a lot of assumptions. So they patched Plummer up, and uh, the gang offered no retribution since Plummer set up the rules and kind of, you know, it was his idea in the first place. Uh, Plummer wanted a rematch in about two weeks. Crawford thought his best course was retiring from sheriffing and return to Wisconsin. Yeah. Never to return to Montana until it was more civilized. Well, that's also because... Which was never, and it still is not. (laughs) (laughs) But also, Crawford was helped in this opinion by the fact that, you know, Plummer's got his right hand wounded, so he just spent all day training to shoot with his left hand. Jesus Christ. he saw that this was going down. I was like, nah, just fuck fuck this. And the bar in uh, Virginia City has a big old picture of this asshole. Yeah, well, because Plummer also shot a hole in their ceiling trying to goad him into... Trying to go to Crawford into fighting, he like. But uh, we up for a break or? Yeah, let's uh, do a break because this is this is where it gets to the crux. Yep. All right. All right. All right. How the West was fucked, listeners. Yep. Who's ready to go, Jackalope hunting? Jackalope? What? Jackalopes, the legendary antlered hares of the American West. I want to know more about these jackalopes. You're in luck. Now you too can learn everything there is to know about the jackalope 
with the new Field Guide to the North American Jackalope. Uh, it's a book? It's a field guide. Oh, it looks like a book. The Field Guide to the North American Jackalope is available on Amazon, Etsy, wherever else you might buy your breeches. Oh, uh, Walmart. Except Walmart. Get your copy now before heading out on your annual jackalope hunt. Oh, damn, I think I will. I love learning and I love science. Don't eat the little kids' apples from McDonald's. They're terrible. That's me just me going into a McDonald's all drunk, and he knocked down a little kid and took their Happy Meal. That is not the case. <laughs> One of our friends is an Uber Eats driver, and we were closing up the bar last night, and uh, she get like some people ordered a shitload of McDonald's shit at what one thirty in the morning. Yeah. And then just never answered the door, so she came bearing Big Macs and... It did was, it come all so the way from Miles City? No, it did not. <laughs> anyway, we're back talking about shitty breakfast food, I guess. But uh, when we left you, uh, we're in what? We're in Bannock, and Plummer just kind of chased the other sheriff out of town. Uh, well, yeah, he's back there harassing the jurors that testified against him. Okay. Uh, one was Nathaniel Langford, who later became Yellowstone's first superintendent. Oh, wow. He voted for death. <laughs> <laughs> but he was kind of a rich guy and could actually, uh, you know, he ran the general store in Sawmill. And he was rich enough to hire armed guards for shipments yeah. to go out of town. Of course, uh, Plummer tries to kind of play this up and uh, gave... Uh, one of the Teamsters, uh, Sam Hauser, in the wagon, a uh, red and yellow scarf as a gift. But that was the key uh, to uh, the gang, is whoever was wearing the scarf, they had gold. Ah. Or they would mark the horses, or if um, <laughs> if it was part of the gang, they were had some other marking. Just picturing just guy coming up to the horse and like... You know, with shoe polish or something, just right gold right on his rump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, uh, Plumber goes in the opposite direction, so he wouldn't. He would have an ironclad alibi. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that didn't quite come about because you know of the little tip off that he had. Uh, Mitchell and Reeves. This is where he becomes the uh, the sheriff. Oh, okay. Mitchell and Reeves come back to town. Plumber calls for election, and he puts up all his men for candidates. Um, by that time, uh, kind of the major distraction of Virginia City is happening, and that's kind of the big, big gold rush there, 100 million taken out. Oh, so everybody's leaving Bannock and going to Virginia City? Yeah, so in that confusion, he gets elected sheriff. He also gets himself elected sheriff of Virginia City at the same time, too. Yep. What? These places are about 80 miles apart. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? But... Yeah. You know, yeah. For some reason, he was smooth enough to, and not everybody caught on, and probably half the town was part of his gang. It's anyway, like a so. fucking. It's like a sitcom where like this somebody like goes on two different dates at the same time at the same restaurant. Oh, and kind of, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I'll be right back. Pretty much. Well, and it was also a nice, convenient way to know. Oh, you're traveling between Bannock and Virginia City, huh? Oh. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, Rob some. Better shit. be careful out there. You know, you never know what kind of ruffians you'll run. Yeah. Right. Do you need some of my deputies to escort you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, at this time, one of his deputies, even though he was part of the gang, uh, tipped off a robbery, and he was shot by the other deputies. I don't know why he had a change of conscience or something. <laughs> so Wait, the people hold a. 
on mass trial, a whole town trial again, for the three who shot him. And kind of three kind of shot at the same time. And one of their friends runs over, empties out all their guns, and puts in new bullets. So they couldn't tell who, who, who shot who. Shot, uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> or who, who had the, the shot that hit her. I don't know. Um, See, I never read that one. That's actually kind of clever. Most of the mm-hmm. accounts I read, they're fucking idiots. So they didn't want, uh, you know, if they're suspecting the sheriff of being behind all this, they didn't want him picking the jury. So they had like a trial by the whole town. Um, and so they uh, held the trial in a wagon box because they didn't have a courthouse built yet. So you just stand in the wagon box? And... <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, so three men were convicted by the mob, Bug Stinson, Charlie Forbes, and L- Hayes Lyons. Okay. They were held under guard that night uh, in the... Wagon box. <laughs> Not in a jail. <laughs> <laughs> Hayes Lyons confessed to the crime, even though they all shot at the same time. Yeah. He tell, uh, tells the guard this, and that plumber told him to do it. The guard was not impressed, though, and then the trial just continued the next day. Okay. <laughs> uh, Charlie was found not guilty because he was good looking. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and more educated. <laughs> But the Look other at two, his face. He couldn't do Yeah, harming. but the other two were ugly, and they were sentenced to hang. Was that Stinson and what, Ray, or Stinson and who? Uh, Yeah, Buck and Hayes. Oh, Hayes. Yeah, Buck, Stinson, and Hayes Lions. Then the whole town gets drunk. <laughs> of course. <laughs> On their blood. Uh, even, the, even the judge. Holy shit. So they go out to uh, start with the hanging, but the whores of the town implored the crowd not to hang the two. So, Even though they're ugly? Really? <laughs> yep. They're probably big spenders, I, I guess. I was going to so. say, the only way they can get laid is by... <laughs> this is great. Uh, so they ha- hold another vote, the whole town. The A's and the nays, they tried that, but they sounded too much alike, and no one could figure it out. <laughs> 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 then they tried the ones favoring, went uphill or downhill, and then, you know, vice versa. Wait, wait. So what... What uh? What town is this again? Is it Virginia City? Virginia City now. Yeah. Virginia yeah. City, Montana, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, the, you know, the uphillers wouldn't relent, so they voted again. The third vote was two pairs of gentlemen, and the people would go between one pair or the other, choosing their vote that way. Why the fuck can't you do well, I guess they just don't have, like, post-it notes and shit laying around. It's like, why just write? Nobody could write. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true, too. You fuck. <laughs> Helpless. Of course, the dissenters cheat. <laughs> and yeah. one, of the, one of the guys passed through not three times. Oh, of course. And of course, nobody's able to detect that, you know, or Jesus. Well, an honest Irishman called him out on it. Oh, and I'm sure he was horse whipped out of town shortly thereafter. Then one of the deputies, of course, one of Plumber's men said, let them go. They're cleared. While the crowd is arguing, uh, Hayes and Buck mount a horse and ride out. <laughs> and the guards don't pursue because they don't really give a fuck no, anymore. When, yeah. So I, I'm trying to imagine like everybody in town yelling yay or nay, and I'm trying to imagine how many fucking people that was. I think at one I, time it was I like just, five I, or six thousand people. There. I just I just googled uh, the the Virginia City Montana population, and I I put 1870 on it just to see if there was a census back then. It doesn't look like there was, but no, it, there wasn't. But a fu- in, there wasn't a fucking state back then. In 2010, the population was 190. People. Yeah, it's a ghost yep. town now, more or less. <laughs> more or less. But yeah, this is a tiny little gulch and just a 
couple hundred people. Well, I know they, they, I saw about yelling at each other is enough. There was one thing where they, when they hanged, uh, I think it was when they hanged my that cannibal guy I was talking about earlier. I think they were, they said there were like six thousand people watching that hanging, and I believe that was in Virginia City. That when would they be did, fucking when they did crazy. Clubfoot and uh, and the Kentucky Cannibal, which we'll talk about at some time here. But anyway, getting close. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, all this, you know, there's still robberies and murderings happening. Yeah, constantly. Constantly. Or, and sometimes people get away from the robber, robbers and can, like, fucking identify them. It's like, no, nah, it's like, these two guys tried to hold me up, my horse was faster, and made it back to town. Yeah. So, Montana became its own territory in August 63. Uh, U.S. Marshal from the Idaho Territory comes to Bannock. Uh, so Langford campaigns against Plummer at the time, and so uh, the uh, Marshall kind of actually listened to him. But after that, Langford never went anywhere unarmed. He put like a dozen uh, pistol balls into his shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so he wasn't fucking around. Uh, actually, no, Plummer was still the sheriff at the yeah. time of Bannock in Virginia. He said, never mind, I don't I was know what I'm smoking. Yeah. Uh, less kind of two straws were the murder of a drifter and the murder of a guy people actually like. Uh, murder Nick, of a drifter. Nicholas Tabalt. Uh, he was killed by George Ives, another one of Plummer's gangs. Yeah, I read about Ives. I uh, can't remember. Anyway, doesn't matter. This is when the town finally gets off his ass and forms a vigilance committee. Yeah. And uh, Tabalt, oh, this is how the... So Ives attacks Tabalt on the road between Bannock and Virginia. Tabalt's mm-hmm. uh, buffalo hide stopped most of the pellets from his shotgun. Okay. Well, <laughs> so like he shot him point blank in the head with a revolver after that. Oh. <laughs> so, Fucking Kevlar, Kevlar buffalo hide. Yep. So by the time the rest of the day kind of rolls around, the uh, vigilance committee is finally getting going about 10 p.m. So yeah. it takes and a while to get good and drunk to do and this. And vigilance committee, for lack of I mean, it's literally vigilantes. I, the, back in the day, they were called vigilance committees. And like these the guys doing the robbing would be called road agents. You usually hear that. It's not just like, yeah. Vigilance committee you sounds like. road agents or rogue? Ro- road. Road. Yes. Go here, Hey kids, you like bungee jumping? You like swinging from a swing set? You like dying? At Captain Gill's Family Fun Hanging Center, you can witness a vigilante execution done with fun. Exactly! Hanging pole ash, chess hands, chess hands. So if you're gonna go out, go out with a blammo! Like, uh, uh, but like, you know, vigilance committee literally sounds like neighborhood watch kind of shit, which is what it's supposed to sound like, except for it's neighborhood watch that will do you a, basically will like do a trial without you being present. And then uh, if they consider you guilty, they'll come drag you out of your fucking house and just hang you shit. or shoot you or set you on fire or whatever, you know. Yeah, not a lot of warning. Yeah. Uh, that's what they did to uh, the gang at daybreak, rousted them from their sleep at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> so they kind of arrested Ives without any trouble, uh, took him back to a crowd of, oh, this one uh, says 2,000 at Alter Gulch, 
which is basically right. Virginia City, Nevada City area. Yeah, because, well, this vigilance, because there was the Montana Vigilance Committee and there was Alder Gulch Vigilance Committee, which I think the Alder Gulch one was the one that got all these guys. Yeah. So Plummer, being the sheriff, was conspicuously absent. Yeah. So when you're like, why aren't you there? Uh, took a half hour to find Ives guilty and to be hanged. So, oh, this is where they, they hung the people. This is the, the building is still there in Virginia City. It was a half-enclosed building, uh, you know, basically half-built. Yeah, it was half-built. Yeah, I read about that one. And that was, yeah, that's the one where... Uh, There's plenty of ghosts there. Yeah. But that's the, that's the one that's the, one of the first ones where the guy... Um, they didn't have like a proper gallows where like you know they draw like almost like uh, what's his fuck they got strangled by the water gallows uh, uh, Tom Horn oh yeah yeah well these are the ones where it was literally like you're standing on a fucking box and they just kicked the box out yeah so if it doesn't break your neck you're just gonna eh, 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 forever Jesus but uh, like the, the, poop yourself the, the one guy dead. the one of the guys that they're hanging off this building structure is like basically just picture a stud wall. And the one guy saw, like, one of his buddies out in the crowd and was like, oh, I'm done. But, you know, it was like, see you later, old fellow, I'm done. And, like, jumps off the box, which is probably using a better chance. Like, if you get a nice jump, you're more likely to snap your neck than oh, if, like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this won't be the last time we hear about people doing that. But anyway, mm-hmm. that was my favorite antidote from this particular Summary execution. I mean, sometimes I have a fucking problem just tearing a Band-Aid off of my goddamn <laughs> leg. <laughs> well, you know, when you've been fucking had a Bowie knife stuck in your face and shot a bunch of times, you know, there's, you get it, you know, mm-hmm. tolerance for that shit. Anyway. Oh. Uh, hanging people from the building. Red Jaeger was the uh, the gang member that kind of furnished all the names. Red Jaeger. Yep. Red Jaeger. That's a fucking badass name. Uh... Yeah, it's kind of like Red Jägermeister. Yep. Or just cough syrup. Yeah, Robitussin. Yep. <laughs> Carlos Robitussin. <laughs> uh, so he's the one that gives uh, Plumber's name. Now, this is where uh, kind of some of it kind of comes into question where whether this guy just gave up Plumber and whether Plumber was guilty of the mastermind behind all this. Right. Which there's plenty of evidence, but... But there's also plenty of evidence against. Uh, basically, the, the, the two people is that I got the information from was the newspaper guy back in the day, and he was overly flowery with his writing. And then uh, Lankford, like 30 years later, wrote a book about it when he's all senile, so <laughs> who the fuck knows? <laughs> well, there's so much tomfuckery happening at these goddamn trials and stuff, so anybody that even had a recollection of it or even wrote shit down, who can even say, you know, a lot of it? But what I'm saying is there was a lot of, I, I found a few old newspaper articles and shit about all these road agents, and it'd be like, you know, some old lady was claiming like, oh, they've killed hundreds of people, and you just don't find bodies because they're cutting up the bodies, and then they're chipping holes in the ice and floating them down the river in the winter, you know, just shit like that. Like, it's like, why would you bother? Like, you're in the middle of fucking Montana, you know, you shoot somebody, leave them laying there, they're going to get eaten by coyotes and shit within days. You've recycled. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, so this is where the gang got their name from. Their secret password was Innocent. Yeah. So the gang is called the Innocents. Mm-hmm. They're, they were called the Innocents? The Innocents. <laughs> so, you know, I said, 
We can't possibly be guilty. Why would we name ourselves, you know, <laughs> what this fucking dumbass? You know. <laughs> it's like they're fucking nine years old, dude. Yeah, pretty much. I'm yeah. Donald, not guilty, Trump. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's been never not guilty like me in ever. I'm the most not guilty. Yeah, pretty much. I'm so not guilty, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue <laughs> yeah. and get away with it. Uh, so Langford kind of organizes... Uh, some more vigilantes to go after Plummer. They mm-hmm. kind of do it on the QT. This is up in Bannock where they find him. Yeah. In his cabin, washing his face. Yeah. Seeming unconcerned and kind of went quietly. And he said, I'll be with you in a moment. Let me put on my coat. <laughs> like he's an old lady or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, the uh, vigilante sees the barrel of his pistol sticking out of his coat. Yeah. That's probably why he said that. He said, I'll hand you your coat. <laughs> then Plummer goes pale and he kind of knew the jig was up. Yeah. Because he was going to definitely shoot 20 fucking dudes with a six shooter and fight his way to freedom. That was definitely in the cards. Yep. Yeah. So he gets to go to the gallows that Plummer himself built. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> is these gallows right here. Look at, look at, look at that contraption. That's. Pretty high tech. I built one of these for my grandma. It's a bird feeder. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a, bu- a bunch of a bunch of little bird feeders hanging off of it. It's literally just. Two, oh, that's probably still it's there. Two posts. Yeah. Yeah. It's two posts going straight up in the air with a, a third cross a cross over the top, and then like a fucking tree stump that you stand on. You could dry your clothes from it too. Yep. <laughs> fucking put a swing set on it when you're not hanging people <laughs> <laughs> or just hanging the children yeah, yeah. Jesus <laughs> so anyway uh, we forgot to mention that Bannock's uh, uh, National Historic Site yep. it's like a state park and it's pretty much as they left it yep so you can go there yep and you can hang somebody yourself yeah, yeah. well oh, what nope, nope. Uh, no okay. you can't do that uh, okay. how the West was fucked does not endorse <laughs> Or recommend that any of our listeners hang themselves or anybody else. Or form a vigilante group. Or form a vigilante group, yeah. Yeah. He could go full death wish, though, if he want. Yeah. I wish I was dead. Hey. Once again, uh, How the West Fuck <laughs> does not endorse. <laughs> we do endorse Charles Bronson, though. Yeah. Where's Otis? He's not in his cell. I shot him. Well, that's... What? Now I'm going down to Emmett's Fix-It Shop to fix Emmett. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so uh, Plummer is bl- pleading for his life. So he claims that he has a buried treasure somewhere around yeah. there. And of course, people are still looking for that. Well, and he's like, well, he's like, hey, if you guys don't hang me, give me a horse and another horse <laughs> and 48 hours, I will bring back my weight in gold that you can have. <laughs> and they're like, hard pass. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what, dude, if... What like before I die, I want to uh, I want to like make some certificate that somebody's gonna find after I pass away that says that I have buried gold somewhere, and you need to follow the fucking instructions just, and just to make it wacky. People on some dipshit wild goose chase, <laughs> geocache, fucking fuck for yeah. nothing. That yeah. Or I'll just I actually will hide something when they find it. It'll just say you've been had by Ace Ventura pet detective or something. There you go. Yeah, Perfect. I'll just hide it in my butthole. Yeah, <laughs> come get it. Yuck. <laughs> No, but yeah, and uh, Plummer also had the distinction of uh, on on his gallows, they didn't give him the drop; they slowly raised him up. Oh man! And see, and see, they had used. I think they used that tactic on Jaeger to get him to talk because they had. But what they do is they'd raise him up and then they'd let him down. Right. They raise him up, and let him down. It's like you gonna tell us now? He's like, ah, and like oh, you know. Fuck. So they were they were getting creative with 
the gallows wow. things. But yeah, Plummer got slowly hoisted up, so it's very likely he strangled for 15 minutes, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yikes. And then he was buried not in the cemetery. He was buried right out, outside of it because they didn't want to taint the oh, cemetery yeah. with bad people or whatever. Yeah, Virginia wow. City has their own fake little cemetery for the, uh, for the five people. Yeah, I saw the fake or whatever, uh, clubfoot tombstone. Five or eight people that they ended up hanging there. They have a f- wait. They have a fake graveyard. Well, yeah, because yeah. They, the old headstone. Well, they weren't headstones; they were woods, and they're right. long gone. Right, right. So, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Plus, you really don't want tourist traipsing in around your graveyard. Ooh, nah. well, let's go grave robbing <laughs> this summer. <laughs> Everybody's now now. Come on, go grave. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so the next night, uh, the vigilantes kind of go back to Virginia City and uh, capture those other five guys. Yeah, that's, I think, the one with her. That's when one man was arrested and said, what am I arrested for? I'm innocent. As innocent as you. Oh. Then they confronted with evidence, and then he admitted guilt. Yeah. Yeah. So the fiver led to that unfinished building again, which is a popular place. Yeah. And they hung uh, five, one right uh, after each other. Yeah. This is, uh, I don't know how many... How true this is. Six to eight thousand people gathered in the gulch. Okay, that's the one I was that's the which one I'm talking basically about. Basically stretch from Nevada City to Virginia City, which are like five miles apart. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, seems like a lot of people though. Yeah. But that I think that's the group because this would have been, I think, the group that I'm talking about where they got hung Club about Foot George. But, yeah, and then the guy I want to talk about is Boonhelm. Boon yep. The fucking Kentucky cannibal. Now I'm gonna say about him. Is you know Plummer might have met him out even when he was in California and shit, but he was dicking around the West for quite some time. But he had a propensity to get himself in situations where you know people'd be starving and shit, and so he'd just like wait for. Well, in some cases he claimed he killed some people and then would cut off a chunk and just carry them with him and eat it. But there was at least one where like um, they were with a bunch of people. They ate their horses. They made snowshoes out of the horse hides. And then they continued on until there was only two guys. And then Boone left his compatriot in a cabin to try to go. He was They were close to a fort. So he left him in the cabin. He's going to go get food and, and come back. But the fort was abandoned for the winter and there was no food. So he came back just in time to hear the his buddy shoot himself. So he stayed in the cabin and ate the guy's leg for a few days and built up his strength. And then he cut off the other leg and wrapped it up in an old dirty shirt and carried it with him. And then he, uh, some somebody found him in an Indian encampment after he'd eaten the leg and stuff, and like rescued him and took him to Salt Lake City. And I don't, it, everything I read, they can't, they don't tell you who picked him up, but he didn't thank whoever brought him back to civilization and shit. And supposedly he had like over fourteen hundred dollars on him, Whoa. which is a huge amount of money in that yeah. time for somebody who's out just eating legs. <laughs> you know, worst part of that story is having to go to. Salt Lake, Salt Lake City. City. Yeah, yeah, man. But either which way, this was, this is was a pretty bad dude. He, he was pretty famous. Holy shit. He got arrested in California um, for murder. And then when he got incarcerated, he just started acting super fucking crazy. So they put him in a loony bin instead of put him in, like, proper jail. And then he became all placid and stuff. And he got to where the guards would take him out for walks around the grounds at night. As you do, you know, you just take... Fucking on a leash with pooper scooper. Yeah, but eventually they got to like so complacent with it. He just did that for long enough and kind of like 
played like he was crazy. And then one night they let him out for a walk and he, he just, just fucking, fucking ran left. away. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, oh man. But any which way, this guy finally, you know, got um uh, uh strung up with these other guys and he had also kind of on his not deathbed, but you know, before he was trying to blame he was blaming Plumber on doing stuff and also he was trying to pin shit that yeah, he definitely he, did. he definitely did on like his other buddy. And there was also the guy with him, Clubfoot George, literally called cuz he has yeah. Clubfoot. You can find, you can see his Clubfoot in a museum, I want to say in Lewiston, they actually, I seen a picture of it here earlier. They, they fucking cut his club foot off? Well, they, somebody dug him up years at later. They grave robbed him and then cut That's his foot off and then, and then put him oh in the museum. <laughs> kind of all a George Parrott kind of. Oh, people just are what the British do to the Egyptians anyway. Yeah. Grind up mummies and turn them into paint. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. uh, I heard they used to, there was some, they used to like dig up old dead bodies and like, like turn them into powder and just eat yeah. them like a fun dip. Oh, I don't know about yeah, the fun dip. Yeah. Thought they oh, would God. cure your syphilis or yeah. something. Ugh, I've heard yeah. about them using <laughs> it for like a nice, rich red ochre color. You use ground up right. mummies, but I not not you for could, snack like, gain, time. Gain their power or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like here's Clubfoot George's foot in a nice terrarium. <laughs> Does it have some frogs around it? <laughs> it fucking Turtles. should. What the fuck? It looks like a. It, it looks like a, the oldest fucking. Like pork ribs in the world. <laughs> I mean, that's a. Front Can you send that to me? Baby back, uh, baby back. I'm gonna put that shit on Instagram right now. So here's another good one. Uh, Jack Gallagher. Uh, he's one of the guys hung. Right. So he takes out a knife and threatens to cut his own throat instead of being hung. But then somebody from the crowd pulled a pistol on him <laughs> and said if he shot him, you know, he'd be shot like a dog first. He said, don't make a fool out of yourself. There's no sense of being afraid to die. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn it. I'm loving that. It's like, got a rope around your neck, but they haven't searched you for a fucking knife. Yeah, he still all. had a knife. It's well, like what we were talking that's about. not even a weapon. It's like what we were talking about before. It's like dudes in jail. It's like, you can't take away my gun. What am I going to defend myself <laughs> with? Fucking dudes in jail with a gun. Cool, man. <laughs> So the vigilantes kind of had the bloodlust after this, and they end up hanging 22 more people in the next half a year. shit. In fact, a lot of those people that got hung, and here's part of the theory theory where I think maybe Plummer, it was a put-up job, because some of the people that were getting hanged had absolutely nobody had accused them of anything. They were just kind of starting to bitch at, hey, maybe you guys need to curtail this just hanging everybody. Maybe this is getting a little bit out of hand. And telling them maybe to calm the fuck down, and then those people didn't end up getting hanged. Like, <laughs> and Plumber had been one of those kind of people to an extent. So yeah. So the Innocence Gang are claimed to have killed 102 people and stole six million dollars worth of gold. Except for I don't buy that because it doesn't add up with all the accounts. Or, you know, it, there'd have to be a lot of just anecdotal information. I don't. I don't. It just seems. It seems like that's way too much to have been possible. Where it's like, you fi- I figure like a vigilance committee would have been formed a hell of a lot earlier if that if it was that kind of take. Yeah, you know. And plus, like, well, of you, course, if half the town is crooked, maybe not. I, I guess, but who knows? I don't know. But like, and then also the whole thing with like plumbers buried treasure shit. I mean, buried treasures generally bullshit like there's not really a lot of historical basis for people burying shit because if you're a fucking road agent or a pirate or whatever 
When you get you, you get paid off, it's not always gold. Well, this happens to be in gold fields, so it's probably gold. But like pirates, you, you know, half the time it's tobacco, rum, or slaves, and you can't really bury any of those and expect to get any payday. Especially not the slaves. That would be really problematic. But mm. uh, and then like they they'd get their shit and they get their money and they would literally just kind of piss it away drinking and whoring and all this other stuff. Yeah, not, then you got to go like, back out again. They're not putting mm. it in the fucking no, nobody's saving for the retirement. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're probably gonna only live a year or two anyway. So yeah, so call bullshit on the plumber's Trevor uh, treasure. Plumber's Trevor. Plumber, plumber's Trevor. Plumber's Treasure is that a, like erotic plumbing story? <laughs> kind of sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what are you using that plunger for? Some kind of like <laughs> some kind of like baked baked good with something <laughs> like in the middle. Like no, I'm just picturing like a bun with just a bunch of prunes or something in there. <laughs> plumber's Treasure. <laughs> anyway. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. That was a fun one. There wasn't even any genocide. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Well, there was so only mild genocide with those three drunk guys. <laughs> um, also, as a post note, we're going to talk about this guy later, because like, like I stated, uh, uh, vigilance committees were pretty common around the whole West at that time, and Montana had several going on at any given time, and one of the more famous ones... Um, I can't remember their real name, but they became known as Stuart Stranglers, and they were run by this guy, Granville Stewart, who was a rich kind of Calabarney type guy, and they were pretty brutal, and we'll do a whole episode on Stuart Strangler someday, but as it turns out, Henry Plummer went to school with Granville Stewart, and after Granville Stewart found out that Henry, Henry Plummer had been lynched, uh, they uh, he's like, there's no fucking way he, he was guilty of any of the stuff he was uh uh, uh, guilty of any of the stuff he was accused of. And this is a guy that, like, really, really, really had no compunction. And, like, this is actually that, the, 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 this is the lynch mob that, uh, um, the one that uh, the Marquis de Moray and uh, Theodore Roosevelt wanted to join. Yeah. And they were told, nah, it draws too much attention. That's Stuart Strangler. So it's not like this guy was not all about just hanging people, you know, arbitrarily. But he claims that he doesn't believe that Henry, Henry Plummer was guilty of any of this shit. So that's why, in my research, I don't know, it, it could be, I, I think he might have gotten kind of more uh, scapegoated than anything. I'm not saying he was a fucking angel, but I'm not sure that he was complicit in all this stuff as, as history has been shaped to have us believe. Yeah, uh, you shouldn't really trust the testimony of somebody that's set to be hanged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just a <laughs> bunch of drunk people who can't read enough to be able to vote like without running up hills or whatever well, the fuck they the were whole West. that's a whole montana now <laughs> jesus christ all right uh, well i think fuck you miles city fuck you miles city yeah. i think instead of being hanged i'd rather um go out in a hail of gunfire honestly yeah, let's go out in a hail of gunfire we'll see you next time Established 17 years ago by actor Charles Bronson, the Make-A-Death-Wish Foundation is dedicated to making children's dreams come true. With the help of Charles Bronson, anything is possible. Wow, Froggyland Amusement Park! This is gonna be fun! Not so fast, little guy. Cost $35 getting here. <laughs> I don't have $35. Hey! Fun scum! 
Here's a 45. You can keep the change. How about giving this kid a break? Hey, mister, you wouldn't shoot Freddy the Frog, would you? Of course not. <laughs> Take that, you wart-faced, lily-pad, suckin' tad, pole-molestin' Kermit wannabe. Hey, kid, let's go see what kind of service we can get with a smile and a gun. Oh, <laughs> my